can't tell if the chemistry is good by looking at it. It wasn't clear yesterday. For the last time, the saltwater pool is a chlorine pool. This is the Talking Pools podcast with pool pros from every region in the country. If it happens in a pool, you'll hear about it here. Everything from tips and hacks to the latest tricks and trends, breaking news. We lay it on the line. We tell it like it is because we think you deserve to know. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. It's Heather with Hump Days with Heather on the Talking Pools podcast. And I have Hubby with me today. No, it is Chris. Fear him. Fight. Hubby. Not hubby. You will never get away from that name for me. I'm going to strangle Ever. her. I like to be strangled, though, so you might be careful. Oh, well, that's one of those type episodes. That's huh? right. Ooh. I don't know if I'm ready for that. Just kidding. If anybody strangles me, I will cut your dick. Like, don't fucking do that to me. <laughs> Anywho, so this episode, I want to talk about inspections. Let's talk about how to protect yourself as best as possible. What we do to kind of protect ourselves, your insurance, your license, all that fun, happy jazz. First and foremost, you want to make sure your CPI even though in the state of Texas, it's not legally required, but it just better covers your ass if you have to go to court, if you actually educate yourself as to what to look for, what you're understanding, what you're looking at, so on and so forth. And, insurance, and it, it makes you look more professional in the sense of if you ever are called into a case. Yeah. Yeah. Insurance. Every one of my inspections sign a waiver. I have the sellers or the buyer, whoever is purchasing our inspection, they literally sign a waiver that came from my insurance company and I had my attorney look over it as well to relieve any kind of, okay, well, she didn't get this right or she didn't do this and she forgot this or she misspoke about that. Whatever may happen on my end, because I'm not perfect. Sometimes I do miss things. Like, example, Dan, you know, on Dan and Kelly on their Tuesday episode, Dan told me, I didn't know this, so I'm glad I educated myself from him. On single main drains, like my personal pool example has a single main drain, and we're, you know, selling our house. It's grandfathered in, but I still have to call out on inspections. Like, if I were inspecting my home, it doesn't have an anti-entrapment on the suction side of the pump to shut off the pump. If you don't have a dual main drain that is compliant, you're supposed to have an anti-entrapment. You know, the, what the fuck is it called? It? That goes the, the pump that shuts it off. Um, the vacuum release? Yes, there you go. Yeah. The vacuum release. It's supposed to be, you're supposed to have that per code, residential or commercial, it doesn't matter. Well, I did not know that. He actually looked up the statue and sent it to me. So I now call that out on my inspection. So that's example why it is, you know, important to make sure you have that policy signed by whoever's purchasing that to make sure it covers your ass. Mm -hmm. I just called out, you know, not compliant with VGB is all I put on my inspection reports because obviously it's got to be dual, but I did not know you had to have the vacuum release, even on yep. residential. And let me go back to 
covering yourself on, I can give you an example of what happened to us in the past with a, we had a home inspector that hired us to do pool inspections. And I went out there to do the pool inspection. This customer, the homeowner that was selling the home, he had a robotic cleaner, but it was pulled around the side of the house behind the garage. Fucking one. So obviously that told me right there that um, he probably was not planning on leaving that robotic cleaner. So I did not list that the pool had a cleaner inside of it. And this home inspector got all bent out of shape. I mean, it was obviously hidden for a reason. And needless to say, I don't do any work for that guy anymore because he got that far been out of shape that I did not list that there was a robotic cleaner on the property, which I'm out there to inspect the pool equipment. Not walk around the property. And the pool. Not notice notice something that's on the backside of the garage, which the only reason, in all honesty, the only reason I knew it was back there is because I went back there to take a piss. So... Paying on the job side. Yeah. We have an episode for that too. Yeah. Um, and, and you know, we wouldn't have seen that otherwise. And I'm not gonna take a picture of it because we don't know if it works. We don't know. I mean, who's gonna have a robotic cleaner not attached to the pool that's not gonna leave it, right? Obviously. So that customer got super upset, but they signed the waiver. So when we do that, I have the buyer sign the waiver and I have the home inspector sign the waiver. Like I make sure both of them sign so there's no if and cover your ass like i i say that on my pool build stuff make sure you cover your ass take pictures take videos have waivers signed your insurance company if you don't have a waiver we'll gladly have their attorneys write up waivers because guess what those waivers protect you and it protects those insurance companies because that means if you get sued or something that insurance is going to have to pay more than likely or battle for insurance attorneys right and that costs them money so it takes them 30 minutes to an hour to write up a waiver that you need that can potentially end up costing them thousands and thousands of dollars later. So ask your insurance if they have a waiver, like my particular insurance does. And so that's what I use. And then I also had my business attorney look it over to make sure nothing was missed. And that way it's covered. She added a few different languages that the statute needed for Texas and it was good to go. Never release the inspection unless that waiver is signed. Period. So the way that I do it is when I go out on the job site, I'll do the inspection, write up my report. Mm-hmm. My office collects payments, and we make sure that the waiver is signed by all parties. If the waiver is not signed, we hold the report. Period. Once it's signed and we're good to go, and all of my stuff is signed digitally via PandaDoc is who I use, not DocuSign. I like PandaDoc better. I then release it at that point. So cover your ass. When you go out there for inspections, what's the main thing that you're looking for, right? Anything safety, anything concerning, anything that calls out you. Not everybody knows every code. Your first priority should always be health and safety. Yeah, hands down. And when you do inspections, you may miss some things. Don't freak out. You can always redo your inspection and send it to them as an amendment thing. I've had to do that in the past where like, I don't see it on the job, but as I'm back at the office going through the damn photos, I I catch some stuff that I missed on the job because of the abundance of photos that I take. I take so many photos. I have an underwater camera, you know, my GoPro. So I take those underwater. I do videos underwater. I don't upload the videos to to the buyers because it's just, I don't have a way to do that. And even so, it doesn't need it. That's just for me to make sure I'm looking. And then I'll snap photos from that video to be able to send 
to them if need be. Um, and if something really is concerning that I really need a video, I'll attach a link to it on YouTube and upload it to that or attach it to my OneDrive. And then I'll let them know, hey, this will auto delete after a certain amount of time. Um, if they need to download it, I'll just put it on my OneDrive so they have it. Or if it's something that they don't really need and I just need to show them, then I'll put it on YouTube and I'll hide that link and just send them that link directly because it's easy to do. So when you're doing inspections, always ask, hey, buyer, because the buyer is who's purchasing that 99% of the time at the seller's home, because that happens a lot with us. I don't personally care. Um, do you want me to go over this with the seller? Because they're going to ask me. They do every single time. What are you going to put on there? Because the buyers doesn't always tell the sellers. Like, they don't. And for whatever reason, I don't fucking know. Like, even selling our house, like, our home inspection that they paid for, they didn't give us a copy of it. I don't give a shit. But I'm just like, you're being so secretive for what? Like, it's our goddamn house. Like, we probably know most of the shit that's on there or not. But at the same time, it prevents us from knowing, like, if that sale fell through, it prevents us, the sellers, having to disclose, you know, disclose all that that we know that we got from the other report. So that's why that that happens. And that's a good thing that your realtor, you know, tells you don't, don't tell them. Hopefully they're telling you not to tell them. That way it prevents any issues. Yeah, just make sure that you ask the person that's purchasing it if it's okay. Most of the time, like Heather said, it's the people that are buying the home that is purchasing the inspection. And this 90% of the time, you'll run across the sellers at home and they'll ask you, well, what are you putting on your report? And just be straight up with them. It's like, I was asked not to go over this with you. Um, if you have any questions on it, feel free to reach out to your realtor and your realtor can get the information for you. Don't put yourself in the middle of he said, she said type of crap. Um, just stay away from any kind of issues altogether. Yeah. And I, I always conference in like once I'm done, because we all know buying and selling properties, you're on a time frame, right? You have an option period that's like anywhere between five to 10 days and I always, as soon as I'm done with that, I will contact the buyers and I will contact the realtors and I group chat them in together via phone conference. And I'm like, hey, I'm done on the property. I'm still sitting in the driveway, but we're going to go over this report so y'all can talk about it before I send it to you so you have an idea so to help with your option period to get that moving along a lot faster. And pool inspections are more important than people realize. I can't tell you how many we've done in the past. And a lot of times the buyers will walk away from the property mm -hmm. because the pool is in such bad shape. Even if it looks beautiful because they've doctored it up, whatever, they oh. went out there and they did the, the mastic and redid some mortar on their coping. But the plaster is hollow all over the place and it's literally falling off. And you can't the skimmers are breaking and they're leaking. There's leaks all over the place. And you know, there's probably fifty to sixty thousand dollars worth of repair on this pool. A lot mm -hmm. of times, that buyer will walk away, yeah. and that's why it's so important that we have our stuff together as inspectors. So, speaking of everything looks like they doctored up, my favorite tidbit story. Remember when the home inspector said there was nothing wrong with it, and the heater wouldn't work? That was the only thing that was wrong was the heater wouldn't work, and everything was fine on it. Mm -hmm. So the buyers were like, no, that doesn't sound right because something doesn't look right to me. So they hired us to go out there 
The chemistry was so far off because, as we know, home inspectors don't check half the shit. And nothing was bonded. The heater worked fine. He just didn't know how to turn it on because it was an automation system, right? You got to hit the heater button, which he didn't know that. And the home yeah, inspector was, was a, there. It was a screen logic system, and he didn't know how to push a button. <laughs> yeah. And the, and the home inspector was there when we went there because I guess he had to go back for something. And he's like, hey, I'm going to watch you do this inspection. So I learn. I literally just sat there and didn't move. I'm like, no, you're not. Like, I'm not here to teach you. I need to do my job. So go away. Yeah, that's what um, Integrity Consultants is for. Yep. They can hire Heather to consult them and <laughs> teach them how to do things. So I um, I sat there and I didn't move. He's like, well, I just need you to teach me how to operate the equipment. So I learned how to do it next time. I'm like, no, because then that puts liability on me. That's what I told him. But obviously we all know, you know, that's not right. I'm like, no, because then that puts liability on me because not every system is the same. They're all different. You know, how they're wired. What, what is the junction box to? Well, just the automations altogether. I mean, you got an Omni system from Hayward. You have a screen logic from Pinterest. You have a iAqualink from Jandy. They all work differently. Even though there may be a switch outside that, you know, they push a button on the iAqualink and they they maybe have it wired differently. Maybe that button on the board was wrong, so they wired it to a low voltage relay. You never know how everything, there may be a bad data cable. It could be something simple. And home inspectors just are not, they're not trained for that type of stuff. I know, and I have, I have yet to find a home inspector that's actually taken the CPO course to be able to get the CPI course. Like, and they want to inspect swimming pools. Like, if you're going to do that, and you have zero experience in the pool industry, fucking take the classes. Like, it's mm-hmm. not that damn hard. That's the whole point of it, right? That's just like having a home inspector, you know, inspect your roof. And, it, like, when we buy the house in Florida, I'm not hiring a fucking home inspector. Like, Hubby will do it because he knows build fucking houses. Like, he knows what to look for. You know and then, somebody named Hubby in Florida? I do. Three, two, one, fight. Okay. He's pretty hot. You should You should check out his ass. It's really hot. Yeah. And we're going to hire each individual, like a roofer, a foundation. Well, I have my zip level for foundation, so I don't need that. So my zip level is coming with me. Um, You know, roofing, electrical, plumbing, that's kind of all we care about. We can check for termites, you know, all that fun, happy jazz. Like, a home inspector is not specialized in any of these aspects, but yet they're hired to do all of these aspects. Now, granted, they do go to class for, I think, six months to a year. So they are learning all of these, the you know, the foundations, but it's not like hiring somebody that does it every day for a living. So Yeah, it's not like the CPO classes where you need to update your your license and stuff like that every once in a while. They take one class and it's they're well, done. I think they do actually. I think they have to take a continuing education because that home inspector that we did that shit for, mm-hmm. he said he went back to class every so many years. I don't know if it's required or if that's something that he actually just did. No, I mean, there's new processes and procedures and new ranges and all kinds of stuff that you got to learn when you're doing this type of job. The shit was that? That was my my ring. Oh, you better find your ring, hubby. God damn it. I don't know who the fuck this hubby (laughs) guy is, but I'm going to beat his ass. (laughs) Um, So, okay. So just make sure that you are covering your butt on these inspections because... Again, just like the home inspectors, you know, you don't know everything. I mean, you should know a majority of it if you're doing this for a living, and especially if you're going to be doing inspections. Get with a company. Get with an individual that can train you a little bit better for stuff that you don't know. Like part of inspections is you need to check for plaster. If you don't deal with remodeling and building every day, your knowledge on plaster is not going to be the same 
as it would be if you just do equipment, right? So get with somebody to help train the side that you don't have. Like me, I'm fucking horrible, fucking horrible at electricity. So when I do inspections, I know that if it is a large system and it's not basic and it has a shit ton of electrical and a shit ton of plumbing, Mm -hmm. hubby's got to go with me because I will fuck it up. I don't fuck it up, but I may miss shit. And if he can't go with me, I take pictures, I call him, I FaceTime. I'm like, hey, because I actually take off the, on the panel, I take everything off. I check the wiring. We take pictures of it. We make sure it's wired properly. I make sure that there's no ants inside of it, you know, insects, so on and so forth. And we do the same thing for the heater. I used to take off the salt cells, but I stopped doing that because I didn't want to be reliable to bust the damn unions because I, I did that. Or have a leak afterwards because it already flattened out. So we stopped doing that. And the ones that do, like I give them the option. I'm like, hey, I can open the filter up and I can open the salt cell up. But you're going to sign a waiver that if it leaks or it busts, I'm not responsible. And it's your responsibility to pay to fix it. Um, They're like, some of them are like, well, I don't understand. Why is that? I'm like, well, and then I go an explanation. If the unions are over-tightened or they're cross-threaded when they put it on there and I can't put it back in and their O-rings flattened out and it's not bad. Or it's bad, you know, so on and so forth. So I go over these items with them. And A, it covers my ass because all of my stuff is recorded. And two, they will email or text saying yes or no. And then on the filters, obviously we know, you know, belly bands or the um, the damn band clamps or manifolds or, you know, grids if they're bad, you know, make note of that. Sometimes they want me to leave it apart because I'll call them like, hey, this is bad. Do you want me to leave it apart? Do you want me to do this? You know, if it's something that's really bad, I will let the seller know, like, hey, this is a safety issue. You really need to fix this. Um, but that's all yeah, I'm going to say. Perfect example is we, this last one we just did. Went out there. The pump was plugged in with an extension cord. Literally. And there's wires exposed right there. I mean, there was no, it wasn't running through a conduit. It wasn't anything like that. It was just wire nutted together. The wire nut had fell off one of them, which was the hot leg, because it was wired 110. (laughs) Um, And we told the customer, I will not turn the system back on. This needs to be done properly. Mm -hmm. So if it's something that's going to cause a major issue, I'm going to let the seller know. Yeah, and there was leaves. You remember that? There was piles of leaves on top of this thing. It was cold as fuck that day, though. Yeah, I was freezing my tits off. Oh, yeah. I was so cold. There was fucking ice in that pool. I know. It was horrible. I am so ready to get out of Texas. Oh, God, so ready. Anyways, so I hope you've enjoyed this tip. You have anything to say on the inspection thing we covered? Cover your ass, get your insurance. Yeah, the only thing that I I would stress is I know that you may be doing pool inspections now, but it's not that hard to do your CPO and then take that extra, what is it, maybe five hour? Yeah, it depends. It's like a five-hour class that you take online. Well, you you know, yeah, you you can do it in person too, or you can do it online. The CPI is very important that you get the CPI, not just because you need to have the extra knowledge. Because most of the time, if we're doing pool inspections, yeah, we're smart enough to figure it out, and we know what the hell's going on because we're putting us ourselves in that situation to do a pool inspection. It's a lot of liability. Pool inspections are a lot, but just take that extra step and get certified and look professional. Yeah. That'll also make you stand out too. So when somebody's like my pool inspections are $500, like I don't budge because I do pictures. I do the report. I get it turned around within 24 hours. 
24 to 48 is what I tell them, but most time it's 24 hours. And if they want it the same day, they're going to pay me an extra 250 to do it the same day because I have a, an expedited fee is what I call. So if they want that, they're going to pay 500 plus the 200. So that's 750 for an inspection to get it Which out the same day. Which most of the time it is expedited because option periods are usually five. Well, people wait to the last damn yep. minute. Like I get calls all the time. Hey, we're closing my option, tomorrow. <laughs> my option period is up tomorrow at 4 p.m. Or my option period is up today at 5 p.m. Can you get the inspection? And it's like noon. They're calling me at like noon or one o'clock and they expect it. I'm like, yeah, we can do it. But you're going to pay an emergency rush fee because A, I have to stop what I'm doing, reschedule what I'm currently doing, go over there because my inspections take me an hour to two hours, depending on the size of the pool. Like it was my personal pool. My personal pool would take me probably 45 minutes to an hour if I was just walking into it. And all we have is a heater, filter, a pump, and a pump. That's it. And, and a single pulled. suction line. I mean, yeah. and three returns inside the pool. So, I mean, it's nothing extravagant. Yeah. But, but I'm take detailed. The, take the time to be actually detailed. Yeah. And yeah, give Heather a yeah, give her a chat sometime, and she can give you kind of an idea of what she does on her reports and stuff like that. Yeah. Because being very detailed is very important. And Heather, I gotta say, I I, I don't like bragging on her. Oh, what? 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 I don't ever like what? I don't like bragging on wifey. Um, but very, very detailed. There is absolutely zero questions whatsoever of what's wrong with that pool by the buyers or the realtor when she sends the report. Everything is so detailed that a monkey can understand it. Yeah. And I try to break it down where they're not in our industry, right? So they don't understand or, lingo. Or Rudy could understand it. <laughs> Fucking Rudy. <laughs> Love you, Rudy. Um, because, you know, they're not in our industry, right? So by saying words like suction side, return side, you know, Jamie Valve, IntelliConnect, you know, words that they don't understand, I break it down. You know, front side, suction side, front side of main pump, you know, whatever. And I have an arrow pointed to it and I outline what's going on, you know, so on and so forth. But I have, you know, blank inspections I will be happy to send to you. There's also great, um, I can't say the names, but there is also great inspection tools out there now that's done by report that you should be able to do on your tablet to make it a lot easier. I just don't want to pay for it because I'm lazy as shit and I don't feel like paying for it when I had the same thing basically in my Word document that I created. Um, but if you like that, then great, easy peasy. And yeah, I, I believe that there was at the last pool and spa show in Florida, there was a couple of companies that specialize in pool inspections. Yep, you can is. reach out to them also. Yep. I mean, I don't care who it is. If you reach out to Wifey or if you reach out to them. I like Wifey. You should start using that um, more. I like just being a professional and making sure you are extremely detailed and anything that can help to protect you and the person that is getting receiving the inspection because we don't want to give them wrong information. Mm -hmm. We don't want to go out there and make a mistake that could be life threatening or a health and safety issue that maybe we missed. We want to be as detailed as we can. Yes, 100%. All right. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this episode for pool inspections. Call me, reach out to me, reach out to Rudy, whatever the case may be. Shoot us an email for the podcast and I'll be happy to answer them. Until next week, holler at you later. Bye.
I just wanted to take a minute to say thank you for listening today. I'm hoping you enjoyed the episode as much as we enjoyed putting it together for you. Listen, it's been a couple of wacky, crazy, screwed up years from pandemic to Poolmageddon. I just want you to know that we are all in this together. If there's anything that we can do for you, send me an email at talkingpools at gmail.com. Again, that's talkingpools at gmail.com. We're here. This is your podcast. We are the Pool People's Podcast of the Pool People for the Pool People by the Pool People's Podcast. This one is about you. So thank you for tuning in and listening. Do me a favor. Click subscribe before you go. That way you don't miss an episode. 